Welcome to the Unfuck Your Health Podcast, where we get into all things training, nutrition, mindset, and help you unfuck your health. I'm your host, Brevin Jandrew. Let's get into it. Welcome back to another episode of the Unfuck Your Health Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about losing weight or being able to reach any fitness goal that you have, but we're going to talk about specifically losing weight when you don't feel like you have time. This is for the the mom of three who works a full-time job, the person who's working 60, 70, 80 hours a week, the full-time college student. We're talking about how to actually see progress when you don't feel like you have time. And I want to start this out. Um, we'll kind of preface what the episode is going to show. Um, so in the episode, I'm going to talk about five ways And this is the exact same steps, the exact same questions that I would talk to a one-on-one coaching client with. Um, If there's someone who is not having a lot of time in their day or who feels like they don't have time to be able to put themselves first or reach their goal. But I want to preface this with saying you do have time in your day. If you don't have time in your day, we have to look at where are you putting your time currently? that is taking away from the time that you're able to reach your fitness goals. And we also have to look at what are your priorities right now? What is the stuff that is important? And it is okay if fitness isn't that priority for you right now, but we can't pretend that it is. So show me where your finances are. Show me where your calendar is, and I'll show you where your priorities are. You will make time for the things you have that that, that are a priority for you. But there is a real issue with having enough time in the day to be able to actually reach your fitness goals. So I'm going to give you five ways to actually make time, make use of your time to be able to reach your fitness goals. But we have to be willing to put the time in and it has to be something that is a priority for you. Because if that is the case, if it is a priority for you, if you want it, and we'll, we'll get into this in the episode a little bit, then I promise you we can make time in your life. And it's really going to come down to to making sure that your plan fits your life. So before I give away too many of the, the things in the episode, let's dive into it. So before we give the five, I want to say one more thing. You have to realize that there is not a good time to start on your fitness journey. You just have to start now. And that can feel so overwhelming to just dive in and do it because for so long, and this is one of the ways of self-sabotage is procrastination or convincing yourself that you can't do it, or this isn't the right time, or you don't have time. That in and of itself is self-sabotage. So you have to just start. You have to put one foot in front of the other and just start because there is never a perfect time. There's always going to be holidays, birthdays, life events, life crises. There's always going to be something but you just have to start. And if you can make your plan work, knowing that life might just be crazy right now, but that's okay. You can still reach your fitness goals. I'm going to teach you exactly how to do that today. So number one is what is your why? If you've listened to this podcast at all, if you listen to any of the content that I put out, you've probably heard me ask this question before. And I think this is one of the most powerful questions that you can ask and answer on your fitness journey and and have a deep understanding of is what is your why? What is it costing you in your life to remain stuck where you're at, to remain feeling, functioning, performing, and looking the way that you do right now? What is it costing you in your life? And then another way to look at it is like, what do you gain on the other side 
of not feeling that way anymore, of being able to reach your goals? How does your life change in a positive way? And a couple examples that I've gotten before, and then I'll give my why on my fitness journey when I first started. But a couple examples that I've heard from um, clients, past clients, or just people that I've talked to in in my Facebook community, um, or just in general, is I want to be around in 10 years to play with my grandkids. I want to be able to get up off the floor and on the floor to play with my kids. I want to be able to have enough energy to be able to keep up with my kids. I want to be able to actually have a life again. I want to be able to to do all of the things in my life that I want to. I want to be able to fit on an airplane seat to be able to go travel and not be held back by my size, by my weight, by my inability to do specific tasks. A lot of it comes down to, again, having a really deep understanding. Yes, of course, so many of us want to look good. You want to feel good. You want to be able to go to the beach and and be in a bikini or take your shirt off and feel comfortable, but those are all extrinsic things. A lot of this comes down to the intrinsic motivation that we have to have on our fitness journey. You want to do it so that you can take your life back. And that's exactly what my why on my fitness journey was, is I wanted to actually take my life back. I was 19, 20 years old, somewhere around there. I was in college. I was avoiding parties. I was avoiding hanging out with friends. I was avoiding family. I was avoiding just doing anything and everything in my life except hanging out in my dorm and playing Madden because I was too embarrassed of where I was. I hated myself at the time. I hated my body. I hated how I felt. I hated how tired I was all the time, even trying to walk up and down the stairs. I was just in an unhappy place in my life. And I was avoiding doing things. I was, I wasn't traveling. I wasn't hanging out with friends. I was there. I have hardly any pictures from that time in, in my life. And if you are starting your fitness journey, taking pictures can be extremely uncomfortable, but I promise you right now, you will regret not taking the pictures now, once you reach your goal, because that's one of the biggest regrets I have on my fitness journey. If you notice me posting transformations, I don't have very many before pictures because I just didn't take pictures at that time. So my why was I wanted to take my life back. I wanted to actually start enjoying my life. And now I travel decent a decent amount. I've, I've traveled all over the world. I've been to Australia. I've traveled all over the country. And it has been life-changing for me to be able to take my life back. But that was a very, very deep why. I had to get very, very deep with myself and uncomfortable a little bit. But on those days where you wake up and you're not motivated, because we know motivation is bullshit. It's a very fleeting emotion. It comes and it goes so quickly that one day you're going to wake up and you're going to be like, damn, I do not feel like getting up and going to the gym, or I don't feel like getting up and journaling or going to work or whatever. And that's okay. Because Fitness is the only area that we really rely on motivation. You're not motivated every day to feed your kids, but you do it. You're not motivated every day to pay your bills, but you have to do it. You have to go to work. You're not motivated every day to get up and brush your teeth, but like it's just something you do because you know you have to do it. And that's what this becomes is is understanding the why, understanding why you're doing what you're doing. That is what's going to be the driving force behind your fitness journey. I think that's an extremely valuable and extremely important question to be able to answer on your fitness journey. So that is number one is understanding at a very deep level what your why is. Number two is sacrifices. 
And I think this, this term sacrifices has a, a negative connotation with it, but it doesn't have to be negative. If nothing changes, nothing changes. The law of sacrifice says to attain something of greater value, one must give up something of lesser value. If you want to make a positive change in your life, you might have to get give up some things that are holding you back or actively pushing you in the opposite direction. When you're losing weight, when you're going after any goal, but when you're specifically losing weight or on your fitness journey, there has to be some things that change. There has to be some sacrifice. There has to be some change. That doesn't mean that your fitness journey has to be miserable or suck. It doesn't mean that it has to be terrible for you all the time, but that does mean that you might have to change some habits. You might have to sacrifice some things that aren't leading you to reaching your goal. You might have to change some things in your life because again, if nothing changes in your life, then nothing changes. You will not see a different outcome if you don't make some changes. That's like waking up as a business owner and saying, I want to make $50,000 this month, but you only work one hour a day. And at the end of that month, you're like, well, why the hell didn't I, I make $50,000? Well, you only worked one hour a day. If you want to make that $50,000, you might have to be working 10 or 12 hours a day to really see that through. But in our fitness journey, and, and that makes sense to most people. You're like, oh, well, you only worked an hour a day. Why would you expect to make $50,000 in a month? That makes sense to most people. But for so many of us, when we start our fitness journey, we're like, well, I'm just going to, I, I want to lose weight. And then nothing actually changes in your life. You're not actually making any sacrifices. You're not changing any of your habits. You're not doing anything different, but you're expecting a different outcome. So you have to make some sacrifices on your fitness journey. And I, I came up with a couple that I want to talk about that I think are important um, and kind of give a little bit of perspective as to what I mean here. So number one is drinking. Maybe drinking is something that you have to sacrifice on your fitness journey to create a result. It actively is going to push you in the opposite direction of that goal of fat loss. It increases inflammation. It stops the digestion and absorption of the other macronutrients. So they're more likely to be stored as fat because it wants to get alcohol out of there first. It adds a lot of empty calories. It leads to binge eating or at least eating over your calories and making poor decisions around food and lack of sleep. And it affects you the next day. There really are no benefits to alcohol. Now I love craft beer and, and going to breweries and, and trying different beers, but when I'm actively trying to lose weight, like right now I'm in a cutting phase, drinking is something that I'm sacrificing. It's something that I'm probably putting on the back burner right now. Instead of going to breweries every once in a while and having a burger and a couple beers and trying a few different things out, I'm probably not going to be doing that right now. That doesn't mean I'm not doing that forever or I'm being restrictive, but I'm willing to make that sacrifice to be able to reach my goal. Maybe you are someone who has wine every single night and that is not necessarily bad, but is it helping you hit your goals? Is it something we need to sacrifice on your fitness journey? If you're not willing to give that up, we have to make these things up in other areas. So we have sacrifices. We also have non-negotiables. So a non-negotiable might be, I'm not giving up my once a month date night with my significant other. That is something that is extremely important to you. That is something that's important to your relationship. That's important outside of fat loss. Awesome. 
that is something we know going into this fat loss phase that we're not going to give up. So we make sacrifices in other areas to allow you to still do that and reach your goal. And that's what true flexibility is. But there has to be some give. There has to be some sacrifice there. Again, I'm not saying that fat loss has to suck or has to be really hard, but there has to be some sort of give somewhere. Another one I put down was watching hours of TV. So you come home after a really long day at work and you sit down, you tell yourself, I'm just going to just gonna watch one episode of Netflix and, and I'm going to be done. Three, four hours later, you're sitting there and you're like, damn, I didn't go to the gym. I didn't meal prep. I'm super hungry now because I've just been sitting here. I'm going to go grab the quick, convenient thing because I don't have anything already made. And you're actively making choices that are making your goal harder to attain. Now, if you came home and said, okay, I'm going to go to the gym or meal prep or um, clean the house or whatever it is, something that is positive to your fitness journey, instead of sitting there watching those hours of TV. Now at night, if everything's done, you can still watch that TV. But you're putting the other things first. You're making those things a priority. You're sacrificing that coming home and watching four or five hours straight of Netflix and then going to bed. You're putting other things first. You're making fitness a priority. You're, you're getting your meal prep done. You're going to the gym. You're, you're going on a walk. You're doing something productive that's helping you hit your goal. And then if you have time at the end of the night, you still can watch that Netflix. But your first priority becomes the fitness goal, you're letting yourself sacrifice that, that coming home and watching five hours of Netflix. Um, another one I wrote down and we've all done this is we like, I'm going to go to bed. Now you go lay in bed and you start scrolling TikTok. Or now if you're on threads on Instagram, you're just scrolling the feed and, and you're listening to the, the TikToks or you're, I sound so old saying that um, you're watching people's TikToks or you read people's thread shut up Siri. And you're, you next thing, you know, you look over and it's three hours later and you're like, damn, I'm only going to get five hours of sleep tonight. That is something you might have to sacrifice. If you want to reach your goal, that is a habit. You might have to change. You might have to put your phone down or put your phone on the other side of the room. When you go lay in bed, so you can make sure you're getting those eight hours of sleep because sleep is a silent killer to fat loss. And it, it makes things significantly harder on your fitness journey. Again, it's actively pushing you in the other direction. You might have to make that sacrifice. That doesn't mean that you can't watch TikTok for 30 minutes before you go to bed. But as soon as you walk into your room and you go lay in bed, you're not laying in your bed, just scrolling and scrolling. That is a sacrifice you might have, having, you might have to make to be able to reach your fitness goals. Um, another one could be happy hour. Maybe every... Every Thursday, you go out and your work has a happy hour. Maybe the sacrifice that you're making there isn't not going, but maybe you go there and you just drink a Diet Coke or a Diet Dr. Pepper because those are the best diet pops ever. Diet Dr. Pepper, vanilla, complete tangent. But maybe maybe the sacrifice is just that you're not going to drink. You can still go and socialize and enjoy and have the networking aspect of happy hour, but maybe you're just not drinking and that's okay. That's the sacrifice you're willing to make to be able to reach your goal. So with all of this said, with all the talk about sacrifices, you have to make some changes to your habits, to your daily life, to something because if nothing changes on your fitness journey, then nothing changes on your fat loss journey.
There has to be something that changes to elicit the response that you're looking for, elicit the, the adaptation that you're looking for. So you have to understand what you're willing to sacrifice and what your non-negotiables are. And again, I'm going to say this a million times. Fat loss doesn't have to suck. It should not be miserable, but some things have to change because if nothing changes, then you're going to be in the exact same spot, still struggling year after year. And that's what I see way too much is you're just not willing to make the sacrifices that are necessary to reach your goal. Number three is start at your floor. Again, if you've listened to the podcast, you've listened to any of my live trainings in the Facebook group or anything like that, you've heard me talk about this concept of finding your floor. This is what can you do on your worst, craziest, busiest week? What is one or two habits that you can adopt that are going to push you in the right direction on your fitness journey that you can still do when everything goes to shit in your life? Maybe that's walk or have a movement goal. Maybe that's track your calories. Maybe that's track your protein. Maybe that's eat one serving of fruits and veggies every single day. Or maybe it's eat a serving of fruit and veggies with every meal. Maybe it's go to bed at a specific time and wake up at a specific time. Maybe it's drink X amount of water. Whatever it is, pick one to two habits that are going to create positive influence on your fitness journey that are going to push you in the right direction and start there. What you're doing is you're moving in the right direction. You're taking small steps in the right direction. So many people, when they start their fitness journey, they're like, well, I have to go to the gym five times a week. I have to track my calories. I have to track all three macros. I have to sleep eight hours. I have to drink this much water. I have to take all these supplements. I have to walk 10,000 steps a day. And yes, all those things are extremely important on your fitness journey, but you start them and you do them maybe for a week, two weeks, three weeks, a month, maybe four months that you're doing these things. But at the end of the day, you end up at the same spot every time. You get overwhelmed, you get stressed, something happens and you fall off because you tried to do everything at once. You went from doing nothing to a hundred. You went from zero to a hundred really, really quick. And it was really overwhelming in your life. And you constantly are stopping and starting on your fitness journey. And that's causing you to go absolutely nowhere. But over the course of those four four months or six months, if you were just to slowly build in one habit at a time, you start to raise your floor. You start to raise your floor to where your ceiling used to be. So your ceiling used to be doing all of those habits that I mentioned. And you're only doing them for a week, two weeks, three weeks, a month. And then you're falling off. Instead, you're continuing to raise your floor. Now your floor becomes where your ceiling used to be. Now all those habits are just a part of your life because you eased your way in. And and a lot of times people are like, well, it's not hard enough. Or people think that fat loss has to be really hard. And if it's not hard, if it doesn't suck, then you're not doing it right. And that's why so many people struggle with fat loss. It doesn't have to be hard. I actually want it to feel really easy when you start. Because what's happening is you're constantly reinforcing this new identity by constantly winning. The new identity that you're reinforcing is that healthy person, that person that has reached all of your fitness goals a year from now. What, What habits they have, what do they do, how do they talk to themselves? You are this new person and you are constantly reinforcing that every single time you win. And you're winning every single time you do one of the habits that that person has. You're like, hey, you know what? Maybe I am that person. 
yeah, I am that person. And then you start to just take action of that person. And that is where you create true success and true momentum, not motivation. You create momentum. That is that internal drive of yourself of like, damn, I really enjoy when I win. I really enjoy when I can cross that habit off my list and I'm doing something positive towards my goal. You become your own motivation. That is motivation that does not go away. You want to continue to see those results. You want to continue to push because you become obsessed with that feeling of like accomplishment. You, you start to really, really enjoy that, uh, that accomplishment and that feeling of like, yeah, I'm doing the thing. I am this person. I, it's not like last time where I just fell off again. You're six months into this and you're still doing it. But because you start so slow, because you start with just one or two habits, you think, oh, it's too easy. So you add in three or four more right away and then you fall off again. And that constant stopping and starting is what's causing you to do nothing on your fitness journey for years and years at a time. So instead, let's pick one or two things, get really consistent doing them for one to two weeks. Then let's add in another habit. So maybe you start out with tracking your protein and hitting a movement goal. And that movement goal can be X amount of steps. It can be walking for this many minutes every day. It doesn't even have to be 10,000 steps, which is that golden number that everyone talks about, which is a completely arbitrary number to start with. Um, but that's a whole nother conversation for another podcast. Um, but maybe it's, I want to walk for 30 minutes a day. Maybe it's, I want to walk for 10 minutes a day. Even if you break that up into 10, one minute walks, you're still doing 10 minutes of walking every single day. If you can tell me that you do not have 10 minutes to go walk every single day, even break those up into one minute walks, then this is not a priority for you. And that's okay, but we can't pretend that it is a priority for you. Then after a week or two of tracking your protein and hitting a protein goal and hitting your step goal or your movement goal for the day, after two weeks of real consistency doing that every single day or most days, let's add in another habit. Maybe at that point we add in, let's track our calories or let's add in a serving of fruits and veggies at every meal. Whatever that next habit you want to add in, it's still creating positive momentum for yourself. Then a week or two later, add in another one and another one. Next thing you know, you're doing all those things that you have previously started with, but you're actually sticking with it. You're doing them consistently and you're actually starting to see progress. And that is the difference. Starting at your floor is one of the most powerful concepts that I have found inside of coaching that has created lots and lots of success for my clients. I promise you, make it feel really easy when you first start. And it's going to feel easy. It's going to be easier and you're probably going to stick with it. Number four is build your puzzle. Build your puzzle with your own puzzle pieces. Don't try to fit your puzzle pieces into other people's puzzle. I said puzzle a lot there. But what I mean by that is just because something worked for Brenda down the road or Joe, your friend who goes to the gym, or your cousin, or your mom, just because it worked for them does not mean it will work for you. And especially if you're someone with a really busy, hectic, crazy lifestyle, just because it worked for someone else does not mean it will work for you. It more than likely will not work for you. If your friend had success and lost weight doing intermittent fasting, it might not work for you. 
if you really enjoy eating breakfast, if your friend had a lot of success doing keto, but you really enjoy carbs, it's probably not going to work for you. If your friend had a lot of success going to the gym five times a week, but you only have time to go two times a week, well, that's probably not going to work for you. And when we go back to talking about identity and constantly reinforcing that new identity through winning, well, if you set yourself up for failure by doing something that doesn't fit your lifestyle, you are actively de de-reinforcing. I don't know if that's a word. You're actively showing yourself that you are not that person by failing. So you have to constantly show yourself you are that new identity by winning. And that's going to come down to individualization of your plan. And this is where coaching becomes so important. This is where having someone in your corner becomes so important because you have to start to do something that actually fits your life. If you have um, kids that you need to pick up and you are, are doing something every single night and you're just crazy busy at night, five days a week, well, trying to go to the gym five or six days a week definitely is not going to work for you. If you, again, if you love breakfast, doing intermittent fasting is going to set you up for failure. There are so many things that I see of people doing. They're like, well, this worked for my friend or this worked for this person. We have to take a real inventory and create real awareness around what your life actually is. What your life is going to allow us to do as far as training, nutrition, mindset, all of these things play a massive role into what you're doing. I think one of the most underrated things you can do is find an eating structure that works for you and your lifestyle. And that could be having staple foods that you enjoy. And a lot of these things I'll tell you are, are better done outside of fat loss. So get these things in order first, and then fat loss becomes easier because you aren't trying to do those and lose fat at the same time. I'm actually just made a post about this a couple of weeks ago. Um, but having an eating structure that works for you, again, staple foods, having a relative meal timing structure that you know works for you. And again, if you are never hungry until 3 p.m., well, then we know that, hey, maybe we have to have some denser foods in our day in order to get our calories in or, or whatever your eating structure is. But you have to find something that actually fits for you and your lifestyle and stop trying to fit your life into other people's success stories or other program success stories because they might have a different life than you. Even if they are very similar and you look at a total daily energy expenditure calculator, a TDE calculator, which tells you how many calories you need to be eating and all of these things, and you compare yourself to someone else who has a very similar number, their life is drastically different than yours. So we have to build awareness. And this is the first thing I do with each one of my one-on-one coaching clients is we go through what I call the awareness week. And during that awareness week, we're building awareness around what things you're good at, what things you struggle with, what things we need to work on as far as mindset, inner work stuff, like your relationship with food, binge eating, emotional eating, self-sabotage, consistency. We, we understand where you're currently at so that we can start to bridge that gap from where you're at to where you want to be. But if you never understand where you're starting then you never know if you're building the bridge the right way to get where you want to. So building true awareness is extremely important. And that is how you're going to actually start to build your puzzle. 
if you don't have awareness around where you're at or what your life actually looks like, then it's going to be very, very hard to get to that end goal. For example, I'm someone who works from home, who does health and fitness for a lifestyle. I'm a, an online fitness and nutrition coach. This is what I do on a daily basis. And again, I work from home. My plan, my life, what I do is going to be drastically different than the dad of three kids who works a full-time job and plays softball on the weekends. So we can't have the same plan. And if that person tries to fit their life into what I do, they're going to struggle because their life does not allow for that success. So we, you just have to become aware and you just have to start to understand those things a little bit. And once you build awareness and you actually understand where you're at, building your plan becomes so much easier. And number five is going to be make winning easy and losing hard. And I love this one. I think this is really, really important. And this goes for any goal that you have. But I get I got a few examples that I want to go over that I think, again, will just kind of bring perspective as to what I mean here. Go to the gym on the way home from work and bring your gym bag with you. So if you leave work and you have to go home, you have to get dressed, you have to get your stuff, and then you go back to the gym, you are never going to make it there. I promise you, you are setting yourself up for failure that you have to drive home from work. You have to then change, get ready. You're going to sit down on the couch and be like, I'm just going to take a couple minutes. Maybe I'll grab a bite to eat. Next thing you know, it's 9 p.m. You're like, damn, I never made it to the gym because that's happened to all of us. So instead, here's how we can make winning really easy. You can take your gym bag to work with you. You can find a gym that's on the way home from work. So the first thing you do when you leave work is drive straight to the gym. Once you get there and you get inside and change, the workout's the easy part. It's getting there that is the hard part for people. Um, another example is keep trigger foods out of the house. If you know that Oreos are a big trigger food for you, well, we probably shouldn't keep them in the house because as soon as you open that pantry, you're like, I'll just have one Oreo. You're like, oh shit, blackout. I ate the entire bag of Oreos. For me, that's chips. I don't keep chips in the house, specifically tortilla chips. I know that's weird, but for whatever reason, if I start to eat tortilla chips out of the bag, I'm going to finish the whole bag. I know that about myself. I'm extremely self-aware about that. I know that I'm going to continue to go back and just pick at that bag until it's gone. So I don't keep tortilla chips in the house. Now, that doesn't mean that I don't have tortilla chips. And honestly, it's, it's any chip. I love chips. I love the crunch. So if I want those, if I want some chips, I'm going to either go to a Mexican restaurant and get some chips and salsa, or I'm going to go to the gas station or the store and I'm going to get single servings of it. So I can still have that food, but I'm not tempting fate by keeping it in the house where it's easily accessible because I know myself and I don't want to set myself up for failure. I want to make winning easy and losing really hard. And on the other note is keep foods that help you hit your goals close. Have high protein foods that are in the house, cooked, ready to go. Make your, or have fruits and veggies in the house because if they're not in the house, they're not going to be eaten. You're not going to get them in if they're not there. I have five bags right now, four or five bags of steamable frozen veggies in the freezer because it takes five minutes for me to throw those in the microwave. And now I have four servings of veggies for the day. 
I keep fruits in the house because if they're in the house, I'm significantly more likely to eat them than if I have to go out and find them. Um, Keep high protein snacks around because if you go for a snack and you have a high protein snack around, you're like, oh, well, it's already there. I might as well just have it. Other, if you don't though, you're going to, you're going to reach for the pop tart or whatever else you have laying around the bag of chips. You're going to reach for those things that are actively making you, making it harder for you to reach your goal. Make losing hard. Um, Start winning early in the week. I think this one's extremely underrated. Start viewing your week, starting from Sunday instead of Monday and try to get to the gym on Sunday. A lot of us don't have a lot of things going on on Sunday. Now, this isn't for everyone, obviously, but if you don't have a lot of things going on Sunday, awesome. Try to go to the gym on Sunday because now you have Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. You have six days to get your last two workouts in for the week if you're working out three times a week. Even if you get a really busy week, you can still move those around. Or if you have three days in a week and you get your first workout in on Monday, that leaves you the rest of the week to move your workouts around and still hit those because you started winning super early in the week. You set yourself up for success. Have accountability. Accountability is extremely important. Um, And I think social media is a great one for that. I'm I'm currently doing a 10,000 step a day challenge um, that I've been posting on TikTok. So go follow me on TikTok. It's uh, linked in the show notes. But Every day I'm posting and showing how I get 10,000 steps every single day. And as someone who, if I don't actively try to get 10,000 steps a day, I'm only getting about 3,000 steps a day right now because I work from home. I sit here at my desk, record podcasts, make content, answer client messages, program. I'm doing all that at my computer. I'm not in the gym anymore. When I was in-person training, I was getting 15, 20,000 steps a day without even trying. I didn't have to actively try for those things, but now I really, really have to try. So I'm documenting how I can do that. And that accountability of like, hey, people are watching, people know if I do it or don't do it, that motivates me to go and do it. I have to go and film. And after this, I'm actually about to go out and go for a walk. And I'm gonna record my, I think we're on day nine right now of, getting our steps in. So having that accountability, having a coach, having social media, a friend, a gym buddy, having some sort of accountability to someone other than yourself. We only have so much internal accountability for ourselves and that's okay. External accountability is there for a reason. Utilize it. Um, If you know you struggle with binging when you get overly hungry, let's not let ourselves get there. Let's keep emergency snacks in our bag. I actually just had this this conversation with a client. Um, He's in nursing school and he's super crazy busy. He's in an accelerated nursing program. Um, So he literally has an exam like every single week and he's just crazy busy with clinicals and school and all this kind of stuff. Um, I told him to keep a few oh shit meals, whether it's like a meal prep service that you just threw in the fridge or the freezer, I mean, um, so you can just pull those out, microwave them and go, or like a a chicken and rice meal prep that you threw in there um, in the freezer. So you can pull that out, microwave it and eat it on the go. It's super quick. It's already there. It's going to help you hit your goals. Keep high protein snacks, fruits and veggies on hand so that you have those and you're not letting yourself get to that over hungry, especially if you're, again, if you're someone with a crazy busy schedule, you got meetings all day, you got to pick up the kids, you have all this stuff going on. You might not have control over your day. There might be some things that pop up and you're like, oh shit, I wasn't planning for this, but now I have to. So Keep those things on hand so that you don't let yourself get overly hungry because you know if you do get overly hungry, you're way more likely to binge. That is how we make losing really hard and winning really easy. 
If you can do those five things, you can understand your why, understand what sacrifices the non-negotiables you have, start at your floor, build your puzzle using your own puzzle pieces and stop trying to fit your puzzle pieces into other people's puzzle and make winning easy and losing really hard. You will be able to create success on your fitness journey. Even if you don't feel like you have time or you have a crazy schedule, you still can have success, but you have to just start now. You have to start right now and stop making that excuse that you don't have time. Starting at your floor makes that possible. Understanding your why, your sacrifices makes that very, very possible. I hope you guys got a lot out of that episode. I think it was a great episode. And I hope that you guys are able to see that you don't have to have all the time in the world. You don't have to be someone like me right now who works from home that has all the time in the world to do these things. I can go out right now and and cook a, a thing of chicken that's not already prepared. Now I'm super lazy. So I still meal prep all my stuff because I don't want to have to cook on that day because I know myself and I know if I don't have that food ready to go, I'm more likely to go grab an option that is less likely for me to hit my goals. So I make sure I create that awareness for myself and I make winning easy and losing really hard. But if you can do these five things, you will create success even with minimal time, even with a crazy schedule. That is all I have for you guys today. Hope you guys have a fantastic rest of your week. This is releasing today on Friday. And I I was a little sick um, after Electric Forest. I was a little behind on recording. So I'm recording the day that is releasing. But thank you guys so much for listening. I will see you on the next episode of the Unfuck Your Health podcast. As always, I want to thank you for listening to the Unfuck Your Health podcast. If you enjoy the show and find it helpful, I'd love if you would share it on your story so I can thank you for listening and leave a five-star rating review to help the podcast grow and allow me to impact more lives. As always, Feel free to reach out with any questions or anything and anyone that you want to see on the show. Thanks again for listening to the Unfuck Your Health podcast.